I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Frank Walker from National Girls. <laughs> um, I was just distracted by something out my window that looks Ooh, like smoke. Was it a naked man? Oh. No, I wish. I thought it was smoke, but I think it's just clouds suspiciously shaped like plumes of smoke. But it's like coming oh, from the like harbour. Those... Oh, it's like maybe there's a, yeah, it's like... a boat that's on fire. No, nah, there's like three of them. It's just weird. There's just three the way boats. that they're... No, three clouds. No, I'm not convinced. Are they white or are they d- grey? No, I'm really not convinced, hey. They're like, we should- shoot. okay, you know how clouds go across the sky? They yeah. look like they're coming up from the ground. Oh, my God. Imagine if this was like like live. you just cut out now and like we're live as like Australia just gets, Sydney Seriously. just gets taken out. Oh, my God. Imagine. Vivid is starting tonight but. There's no reason uh, for clouds. At maybe like, it's um, maybe it's like firework. Mm-mm, it's um, too big. It's definitely okay. clouds. It's definitely clouds because it's too big to be anything else. But it's just they're very strangely shaped clouds. Well, if you start convulsing and frothing <laughs> at the mouth, I guess I'll um, I don't know what I'll do. I feel like oh, I'll wait, continue no, on. I'll continue the podcast by myself. Yeah, just do it without me. It's fine. Keep, keep the show going. Yeah, of course. We never stop. We never rest. I'm also distracted today because. Mm, why? I, I um, am alone in my house. I dropped Crumpet off Aww. at the vet to be de-sexed. <gasps> the balls are coming off. Um, oh, no. Poor old and balls. It's totally normal, obviously, and a very responsible thing to do as a pet owner, but I can't help but feel guilty that he's, like, just happy and healthy and then next minute he is under the knife at the vet. He's going to um, hate you later. I know I would. Yeah, well, I don't blame him. And I'm like, what if he remembers this and he hates me? He might. Do you know what I mean? Don't. Yeah, I mean, you happily took him to the vet. You happily took him to the vet and he was like, (laughs) he's like, yeah, a road trip. And then he's going to get there and there's going to be a big knife and they're going to chop his balls off. We literally, I walked him there. So the vet is, it's up the road in a car, but it was a half an hour walk. And I was like, oh, I'll walk him. How'd you get back? Um, I caught the bus. Oh, right. I actually went to – there's this um, – so where the vet is, I go past it on my bus on the way home and on the same mm. road is this cafe that I've had my eye on f- since I moved here and it's called Ooh, Happy yeah. Field in Haberfield. I'll give them a shout out. Um, hashtag okay. not sponsored, I wish. Um, I wish. I wish we could get a cafe to sponsor us and we got mate, free cafe food. You'd love this place because it will – I think it's more Canadian influenced, but it's American oh, diner right. vibes, and it's all nice, like 
pa- I have pancakes with bacon and eggs. And, oh, yum. Um, they sell like all this really cool merch and stuff. It's like a really cool little joint in Haberfield. Um, so if you're ever in the area, go check it out. Also, diagonally across the road is the best Italian bakery in the world called Italian Papa Pasticera. Um, they do, they're very well known for their ricotta. Um, cannoli? No. Well, I'm sure they do have cannoli, but ricotta cheesecake, it's amazing. Ooh, yeah. Um, what was the point? Yeah, so I walked from the vet to Happy Field and then I got on a bus yep. and I got my bus home. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was quite quite convenient actually. It was all very, very civilised. Oh, very civilised for you, not for the old puppy. Oh, poor Crumpet. Oh, I feel so bad. I really do. I feel really bad. Like I know he's going to be fine but I just feel, I just feel bad. And it's so It'll weird be right. being in my house alone. I don't think – I've ever been in my house alone, except when we really? moved in. Well, if Shane's not here, the dog's here. You know what I mean? No, I'm, I'm never, so. I'm never yep. without the dog, like or Shane. Like one of them's always around if I'm at home. You know what I mean? Um, it's so quiet. Well, we won't be rudely interrupted by random <laughs> noises today. <laughs> do you cut those out of the podcast? I do my best. I do my mm. best. People listening, they'd be like, "Oh, there's some funny noises in the background," but like, what actually, what we actually record, the kinds of noises that we get is like, <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. He's very he get he gets very confused about why I'm sitting at the table, completely <laughs> ignoring him for an hour. Usually, he um he's the center of attention almost all the time. Yeah, generally like, we have doing? to stop. Like, I generally cut out about six or seven stop downs while we wait for the dog, and we have to. <laughs> You know, Sorry. play with the dog for a bit. <laughs> I don't him, you know. play with him. I just distract him with something so that he leaves <laughs> us alone and lets us get on with the business of recording this podcast, which is called the Can We Help You podcast. If oh, you didn't nice already know, segway. what a seggy weggy, eh? What a fucking segue. Um, we take your questions every week and we see if we can help you with them at Can We Help You podcast on all your social media channels, Can We Help You podcast.com. Can we help you podcast at gmail.com if you would like to send us a question of your own? Thank you to everyone who's done that so far. Yes, thank you very much. We have to update your uh, – if you go onto the website and you go into canwehappypodcast.com and you're looking, you know – I mean, we will take snail mail questions. I don't know how long they'll take to get here, but we'll take them. We have to update your your address, actually. You, you can send them to me. They'll yeah. get here and I'll see it. But um, Don't send it to, to the address, address under my name because it's <laughs> no. Kiss the Kiss Melbourne studio, so I definitely well, won't get them. Who knows what will happen. I don't think I'd get them. Yeah, no, so don't send any snail mail to me if you're a – if you're happy field and you're like, damn, Sasha, thanks for shouting us out and you want to send me something, don't send it to Melbourne. I live in no, Sydney No, just now. send us a message somewhere and we'll tell you what the real address is. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you my house address. I don't think my new workplace is big. Remember at our job we worked together in Melbourne yeah. at ARN? Yeah. They were very cool with us sending and receiving packages and, you know, we could always get stuff delivered there. Yeah. Not the same vibe at my current workplace. Really? Yeah, I asked See, my I boss. I sort of think, yeah, I sort of get the vibe that workplaces for the most part, they're happy to just mm. get packages, you know, because it's like, you know, you know. Yeah, we're at work. Like we can't be at home. And the thing is so many yeah. people live in apartments these days. Exactly. My big thing, and, you know, I usually say don't leave, like take it to the post office. But, yeah, like yeah. I don't, you know, I don't have a an apartment with a doorman. We're not in New York City. Where they've got My apartment doesn't have a doorman, but it does have like a little mail room. So generally our packages get there. And then there's a little, uh, I don't know if he's little, but he's old. He's he <laughs> On the weekends he kind of. A small old actually, man. Actually, I don't know if it's just a small old man. <laughs> I don't know if it's just the weekends, but like I think of a night time he kind of grabs all the packages and wanders around and puts them at people's doors. You oh, know, that's that, so cause, nice. Cause, yeah, it's very lovely. Sometimes the um, Sometimes the delivery company will put it at your door. But sometimes they can't be bothered. They just leave it in the mailroom. And if you kind of don't look or you don't know, then eventually it will just end up at your door. Our letterboxes are behind the security door. So our, oh, right. our Australia Post person, so the person who mm. just delivers regular snail mail, your bills, yep. et cetera, she has a key and she gets in, which is wild to me. I didn't know that was a thing that they did. They've given the mail lady a key. Yeah, we have a, um, or we have a security door, but the USPS postie, uh, has I, I think a key or a code, and then I think some of the company uh, Amazon definitely has a code because Amazon packages arrive all times of the day and night. Such a big thing um, in the states. Someone here in my Amazon. apartments gets Amazon packages a lot. I've never, I don't think I've ever ordered off Amazon ever. Honestly, you walk into our mail room and there's so, so there's all of the letterboxes, and then underneath the letterboxes there's kind of shelves and there's space. 
and every day it, there's piles of Amazon packages oh my God. there. It's just piles such a and piles thing. of Amazon packages every day, and that's just out, like you know, we we don't live in a huge apartment, apartment complex. There's a few there's a few apartments here, but it's not humongous. Mm. I can't imagine the amount of packages that Amazon delivers across this country every single day. Do you know what I think of when I hear of Amazon now? Mm. Jeff Bezos. CEO entrepreneur, born in 1964, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. Come I don't know on, what that Jeffrey, is. you can do it. Pave the way, this is a put your back thing? in. Yes. Oh, you suck. You oh. really don't get any of the good TikToks. Yeah, Tell okay. us why. Show us how. Look at where you came from. Look at you now. It's great. It's a really great. It's so. It's so funny. Sounds great, <sighs> mate. Just because you're getting. Why don't you try doing this voiceover on your shitty TikTok feed? Don't I know, be it's jealous. Bad, eh? Don't be jealous of the good feed. Come over to the come over to the golden side. We get all the fun oh, over I'm here. I'm trying. I don't know how to do it. Maybe I should give I you my TikTok. I don't know how to do it. Maybe I should just start sending you a bunch of TikToks like well, sometimes that. Well, sometimes I sometimes I because I have the login for the Can We Help You podcast TikTok. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I accidentally find myself on that stream, and I think because Franco set it up. Some of the things that we get sent to our feed are kind of random. I'm like, like what? what are you? I don't know. They just, I don't know. They're just dumb. <laughs> They're just like not even interesting or funny or it's just like, what is this? Do you not get any of the trends? Like, do you not get any of the nah. dance trends or the music trends? I don't get trends, trends anymore. That's I don't so get any weird. of that anymore. Oh, I'm so sad for you. I think I want to yeah. give you my TikTok login and you can oh, go. I'd love that. And you can just join. Can I post videos? Yeah, as long as they're not like defamatory and like making fun of me or something. Oh, I don't want you to post a video being like, "I'm Sasha, I'm stupid, yum yum yum, I read the news." Like, I don't want you to do something. That's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> like, put on a blonde wig and like hold a vape oh in one God, hand. I'm going to do that. What a great idea! And just pretend to Can be I do me. That? Well, then do it on the our TikTok on the Can We Help You podcast okay. TikTok, and then I can do you. Okay, and also do a TikTok. <laughs> Hey, just a quick update on the clouds. We've been talking for 10 minutes. Oh, God, yeah. They've definitely spread out, so it's not an explosion. Like oh they're just God. I'm, I, I should have taken a photo so that you could understand what I mean because it was really concerning me, but I think we're all good now. When you think about the, like some of, the, some of the intros that we do for this podcast, mm. we really just have nothing to talk about, do we? Last no. week was like plant chat. This yeah. week it's cloud chat. That's the beauty of it, mate. No plans. No, <laughs> We're not locked into anything. We can do whatever we want. We do. We met our neighbour actually. Did hey I have to tell you we met our neighbour? No. Hey, neighbour. And hey, they live next door, funnily enough. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Well, I mean, in an apartment, your neighbour can be three doors down. You know what I mean? That's They're still true, a actually. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Met met our neighbour, lovely, lovely family. Well, I met the I met the dad. I met the man. I don't know if he's a dad. I don't know if he has kids. I know <laughs> he has a wife. Why did you say dad then? Oh, I don't just know. I just assumed up? he was a dad. Why? <laughs> he looks like a dad. Oh my god! What was his name? Can I guess his name? Oh, my God, I can't remember his name. Oh, because I wanted to play a game like give me his profession and give me like his height and I don't whatever. know what he does. Okay, what do you know about him? I, I Okay, so when you I say you his met name was him. Alan. Alan. I thought his name was Alan, but I don't think that's true anymore. I think maybe his wife's name's Alice and I'm getting <laughs> that confused. <laughs> um, what? When you say you met him then, did you just say hello to him in the corridor? Because that doesn't really count. Here's what happened. We were walking into So they've just had some renovations done. Um, we were walking into our apartment. He was sort of hanging out at the front because there were tradies or contractors in his apartment. <laughs> Can't, do they, not, they, don't call them, they don't call them tradesmen no, or tradespeople? No, they call them contractors. Contractors. That's so weird. I sound the contractor around. What a backwards um, place America is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, let's not get into mm, that. Mm, mm, mm. Um, anyway, so he's like, we're walking into our apartment. And he's just sort of hanging out there and we're sort of walking in. He goes, Hi, and I'm like, oh, hi, Hello. and he goes, "Are you an Aussie?" Is that what he said? He goes, "Neighbor," and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, we live here." <laughs> Are you our neighbor? He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I live here," and I was like, "Oh, you're getting some renovations," and he's like, "Yeah, they're changing the kitchen. It's thirty years old." Blah blah blah. And then we were just sort of like, oh. He introduced himself. We introduced ourselves. I can't remember his name. And then we were like, all right, see ya. There's nothing worse than meeting someone that you're going to meet. You're going to keep running into them. And and it's even worse if they go, 
hey, Jax. And you're like, hey, I know, you, I know. how you going? There's um, no easy way to, to do that. Because the And only, then the problem is the more you see them, the more awkward it becomes to be like, what the fuck was what's your, your name? name? I know. You know what? Okay, I'm going to give you some advice here. Free advice early on. Yep. No question asked. Yep. Um, next time you see him, if he does yep. say, he might have forgotten your name, right? But let's yes. say he hasn't and he goes, hey, Jax, how you going, mate? And you go, Oh, hey, look, I'm so sorry. What was your name again? Do it Do it the next time you see yeah, him. Yeah, the very next time. Be very apologetic and be like, I'm so sorry. I had so many things on my mind when we met. What was your name again? And maybe say something you remember about him. How's the wife? Oh, how are the Renos going? So he knows that you weren't just yeah, completely yeah, like just, brick yeah, walling yeah. him. Off of the fairies. Yeah, yeah, I reckon that is a good way to do it is to just get it out of the way. I've run into that problem at work. I mean, they don't know. It, it, it was never a situation where we both introduced ourselves. But you know what work? Mm. You run into someone in the kitchen. Oh, I know. And you go, oh, nice day we're having. Oh, what are you having for lunch? Oh, yeah, I love baked beans. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> um, and then you end up developing a rapport, but then yep. it gets to three months in and you're like, I don't know your name and mm. I know you don't know mine. Um, there were people, when we worse. used to work together at KISS, there were people who worked in the office who other people in our team knew and had conversations with who were around when we would say have, be having a group conversation mm-hmm. and I had no, no idea, idea who they were, what their no name idea. was. I've actually, it's funny, a few, I've, <laughs> I've met a few people um, at my new place of work who yeah. knew me from Jason PJ, which is cool. It's like oh, yeah. great to see that they had such a reach. And mm-hmm. I, um, the producer of um, Abby Chatfield's show actually, he was like, oh, yeah. oh He's like, oh, I was talking to Claire about you the other day. And I went, Claire? And he's like, yeah, the the Channel 9 rep from Melbourne. And I went, he's like, she said you guys had great chats and da-da-da. And I'm like, uh, and I, I was like, do I lie? Do I make something up? And I'm just like, oh, I've got to oh level gosh. with you here, mate. I don't remember <sighs> don't a Claire. I was like, yeah. because what? So for people who... Don't know how it works in radio. If a guest comes in, usually they've got a minder, they've got a, a PR person yes. who like yes. introduces them, and then the PR person will often sit where all the producers sit while the yeah, and, talent yeah, and watch the, watch the interview. Watch the interview. Sometimes right? there'll be more than one. There'll be a group, or there'll be two, oh, yeah. or there'll be three. Depends how famous the person is. Now, most of the time, I assumed that those PR reps had no idea who I was, so I didn't really. <laughs> I'd like nod and say hello as I walked into you know the producers' room, and then I'd just kind of sit behind them and. I'd like have a laugh at the interview or whatever and chat to someone and then I'd go back to my hidey hole in the news booth. So my assumption was always that no one knew who I was so I never bothered and I wasn't important enough for anyone to know who I was. So I was never like, oh, hey, I'm Sasha, like whatever. I would just be like, mm, hello, and then move on sort of thing. So yeah. that's probably where this Claire – and Claire wasn't her name, I've just made that up. But that's probably where this person thought that we had great bands or whatever and we both knew who each other was. I didn't know who she was because I didn't think she knew who I was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, very weird. Very weird. It's. I think it's just an office culture thing full stop. When you work in a slightly bigger office, you're always running into people that you don't know. Yeah. And so you just kind of move around each other and do the little mm in the hallway and then go on about your day. And then it comes down to it was the fact. Good. Yeah. It was good. I had a little because you know I had my little studio, my little booth, and it was a big glass window out, and I could overlook the producers' area. And so when people would come in, I could kind of be like, you know, if there's someone sort of around me or was hanging with me, I could be like, "Who's that? What the fuck is that?" I used to do that to you. Remember, I'd come out because <laughs> yeah, my my hidey hole was like adjacent to yours, but there was a corridor between yeah. us. I'd come out of my hidey hole yeah. into your hidey hole and yeah, go. Yeah, and you'd say, who is that? And I'd say, that? I haven't got a fucking clue who that is. <laughs> you were no help at all. You weren't You weren't good, at, like, good uh, enough at digging the dirt for me. No. Um, well. Uh, should we get, hey, yeah. Hey, okay. no, I was going to say, should we get into it? So what's your point? Uh, I was just going to say very quickly. I'll feel you next week, but we might have a, we might have a car. Oh, that's fabulous news. Did you get it off market? Fabulous news. I did not. I, I I think I'm going to get it Saturday, so let me fill you in next week. I'll give you the story. What a hook. I can't wait. To what a hook. The car, car story. Woohoo! Is there something Woo-hoo. more interesting to it than that or is it just? Uh, probably not. I can tell you what the car is and I don't know. Let's, s- let's hook our listeners through to next week. I'm sure they're <laughs> dying 
dying to find out. Oh my God, I need to know about the car. (laughs) Got a question here from Ronnie. Ronnie writes, question. Question. How do I tell my friend I invited her ex to my 21st? Okay. Uh, Here's the sitch. She's a friend in my close group, but we aren't absolute besties or anything. She dated her ex for three years and he became a really good friend to me, my boyfriend and everyone else in our group. It's been nearly a year since they've broken up and I feel like an absolute bitch for inviting him. That was Ronnie's word, bitch, not mine. Mm -hmm. I sent him a private message saying I'd love to see him again and for him to come, but I haven't told my friend yet that he's invited. I feel like I've done the wrong thing, but I I do want him to celebrate with me and my friends. We were close with him for three years. Okay. I guess my first question is, and unfortunately we're not going to know the answer, but I need to theorise on it, is what's mm. the relationship like between Ronnie's friend and the ex? Like is, it, must be, it mustn't be good because. It can't be good. Why would you feel bad if they were like exactly. amicable? If they're friendly, yeah, you know, it then matter. it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we were friends or whatever. Mm. It's hard when you're like, you know, when you date in a friend group and you're all friends and then yeah. two people break up but you still want to be friends with both of them. <sighs> And then you have a 21st and you're like, well, I want to have both of you there. Yeah. Apparently that's a big thing and a friend of mine has already done that where <laughs> two two couples, right, who hang out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's a little foursome, two couples. Yeah. Let's say. I have a little four-way. Darren and Jess, right, yep. Yep. have already spoken about the fact that if they break up, mm. Darren gets to keep, you know, the girl from the other friendship and Jess gets to keep the guy from the other one. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's like okay. a custom. Well, how come it's not? Well, that's interesting because how come it's not the same sexes? Oh, I'm just being. I'm just. This is just a, an example. I can't remember oh, right. who my friend said she wanted or whatever. But like the point is, they've done like a custody arrangement of that friends. Is weird, isn't it funny? Do they have that signed like in a prenup? Like <laughs> they're not married. Um, but yeah, like it's it's a genuinely a thing if you have couple friends and then you break up, like. You lose – it's so bizarre to me. It's like families, right? You know how you become part of a family when you're dating someone mm. and then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm never seeing you again. Like how biz- – you didn't break up with the family. Do you know what I mean? No, like, I know. I'm talking about when you've dated someone for a long time, you become really good friends with – you know, very close with, with their family yes. or their friends or whatever. It's bizarre that you break up and then you, you just, just never talk again. again. It's just like, okay, And bye. it becomes awkward. Like you see them in public and you're like, oh, um, do I – what do I – okay – you know, because I think we have we are very close friends, like my best friend and his partner. They've been together a long time and obviously myself and my wife have been together a long time and we're all very good friends. And I think, like, if one relationship broke up, like, what what That's would we do? It doesn't happen again. It's what would we end. do? Yeah, it's you, you don't just break up with your partner. You break up with their whole life. You know what I mean? Their friends, their but family, so, so their like, hobbies. Like, but, like, my best friend... Like we would obviously stay friends, but then our partners, would they stay friends even though one of us is broken up? I think it all also depends on the circumstances, right? Was it an ugly breakup? Mm. Did someone cheat? Did someone do something really nasty? Were their names called? Do you know what I mean? It becomes a thing of like. Yeah, but you know what? I totally, I understand, but there are two sides to every story, right? And so like. (laughs) You know, like what if what if the other two are like, oh, well, you know, here's the reason that I had to go and do this and then it's like just becomes a nightmare. Yeah, it's an absolute quagmire, let's put it that way. And then you've spent so long with, you know, your friend and their partner and then someone new comes in and you're like, how do I deal with this? Do you know what else you break up with when you break up with someone? Mm. Anything that you shared as in hobbies, or TV shows. Yeah. If Shane and yeah. I ever broke up, I could never watch South Park or Family Guy ever again because we've watched it yeah. together for, I'd say, three quarters of our relationship. What a disaster. And it becomes like it's, it's that's your hobby. That's, that's you know, and then it's like. All of our personal jokes. What would jokes, you do? You'd be, you'd be yeah. such a different person. You wouldn't be you anymore. All of our personal jokes are based on those shows, like always. Like we always – and then I go to do it with someone else. I'm like, oh, only Shane gets it. Like Shane's the only one in my life who <laughs> oh. understands that joke. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, 
but yeah, you just, you do, you like completely lose, particularly if you've been together for a long time, you know what I mean? There's so much you do. There's so much mundane shit that you do with someone. Like, oh, we always used to go watch the soccer on a Saturday night, whatever it is, you know what I mean? And then you're like, yep. oh, how do I do that without them? Do you know what I mean? Like it, I'm sure yep. it gets easier over time. Anyway, we digress. Back to Ronnie. What I'm does gonna, Ronnie do? I'm going to assume. Turning 21, invited both people and now feels like a bit of an asshole for inviting me. Inviting the ex, even though obviously Ronnie's friends with both of them. Let's assume that it was a bad breakup because I don't think Ronnie yep. would feel that bad if it wasn't. So I'm just going to go off that assumption. Sorry, Ronnie, if that's not right. You have to tell your friend that you've invited their ex because you, how awful for your friend to walk in and see their ex. And then they might end up having a really horrible night because they weren't prepared for it or the last time they saw them they had a horrible fight. They might fight again. Do you want them to fight at your party? Like that would suck. Tell them and give them the opportunity to be like, I might not come because I don't want to see my ex. Do you know what I mean? Like you, Ronnie, don't have to feel bad, I don't think. They were your, the ex was your friend as well. But I think you do need to prepare your friend. That's fair. Uh, what? How could you disagree with that? Who would you rather have at the party? Well, it sounds like because she was better friends with the ex. With with the ex, right? So, well, I guess yeah. Then 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 tell your friend and if and if your friend's like, well, I'm not going to come, then you're like, oh, oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sad. What a disappointment. Because like, if if you'd rather the friend, then I feel like you've got to you know at least have the conversation and be prepared for. I want you to uninvite my ex, in which case you're going to have to uninvite the ex. So who would you rather party with? Yeah, yeah. But I but I don't think you would have – it's because I don't think you have to uninvite anyone. It's your party, right? Like you are completely within your rights to invite whoever you want. Oh, tr- yes. But, but that's what I mean. Ex, you don't have to uninvite. You have to be prepared for – if you tell your friend, hey, I invited your ex, they might say, well, you know – I'm if they're going to be there, then I don't want to be there. So you have yeah. to be prepared for, prepared for that. So if you'd rather party with your friend and not the ex, then mm. what are you going to do if they're like, well, if he's going to be there, I'm not going to be there. What are you going to do? Yeah. What well, are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's an option to not tell the friend either. I feel like oh, that's more me. Okay. That's more me. You could just sort of, you could just be like, oh, my God, I totally forgot. Oh, oh Yeah, but no. I forgot that I invited No, him. you don't forget that. That's such a bullshit. That's such a cop out. I've been uh, in this situation myself, not as the party host, but as the, the person who attended a 21st, Uh-oh. good friend's 21st. I was with um, my girlfriend for, I think we were friends for a while, then we got together, we were together for like a year through year 12 and we were always um, – just this sort of close group. Uh, we broke up for a while, then we got back together, and and our friend, our mutual friend, was having a twenty first, and we'd been broken up for a few months. I think maybe six months at this time, and I don't think I'd seen my ex for that that length of time. And we all turned up at this party, and I don't think I even really thought about it. But then there was my ex. Uh oh. And it was how did it, it was honestly yeah. Just before you do that, how did it yeah. end between you two? Well, so when we broke up because there was it was a bit of you know messing about on on not on my part. <gasps> um, Sorry, that was uncomfortable. But <laughs> Sorry. but I will say it was sort of at a point where you know probably we were both like oh well this isn't really working out anyway. Yeah, it's a high school. Fling, like you know, you're not yeah, going to marry. That's, each other. That doesn't excuse the behaviour, but no. I, you know, it, it wasn't like anyway. <laughs> okay. Rocked rocked up to the party, and there she was. There she was. And it was weird. It was weird. Was... Even though, like, it had been six months or however long, it was still weird. So, was it the first time you'd seen each other since the breakup? I think so. Yeah. Did you say hello or did she say hello? Yeah, yeah. No, look, we were very friendly and I <laughs> I guess I kind of hadn't really thought about it. But, you know, uh, we were all friends and, of course, it's the 21st. We're all going to be there. So, you know, it was fine mm. but it was weird. It, it felt weird. Yeah. And you know what else was – you know what was the really weird part? So we had another friend who um, 
was sort of like, I guess, was my best friend for a while. Mm. Not for the, the whole time that I was in high school, but for a little while we were kind of like best friends. Mm-hmm. He was like trying to hit on her. <gasps> and I was like. That's not cool. That's just. That's it's not, not cool. The, it was just odd. It was just an odd experience all around. Yeah, no, that's, like, that's not okay. cool. I don't like that when people think it's like, oh, she's single, it's free game or he's single, it's like do what you want. It's like, come on, man, who's your loyalty to? If your loyalty is to your friend. Oh, uh, look, I, I at least ask. couldn't. Uh, no, but you ask the question. You don't just do it because now you feel weird about it. You said you felt weird, weird about it. Look, I didn't care, but it was weird. The situation was weird. It wasn't that I was like, oh, no, I can't believe he's doing that. It was just like this is a really odd situation to be in. Okay, so you knew she was going to be there. So yeah. you had an well, actually, opportunity. Actually, I don't know if I, I – I didn't I didn't know, no, but I, I guess I assumed that she was going to be there because we're all really close friends. So that means you had an opportunity to prepare yourself in a way to see her, correct? I guess, I guess so, yeah. Okay, and I bet that felt better – than if you'd shown up and she was just there and it was like, ah, oh, fuck, I wasn't ready for this and then you have to deal with it, right? I guess so. But at the same time, it's like at some point, like what are you just – I mean, it de- I guess, again, it depends what happens and how the breakup happened. But, like, you're going to – surely you're going to see your ex around somewhere, you know? Like, No, I know. But this is something where you can be prepared for it. It's not running into, the, yeah, true. Running into them true. in the shops. It's, it's, you know, a planned event. So your friend, Ronnie – should have the opportunity to prepare herself. Ronnie, tell your friend and then give the, give her the opportunity to prepare. And if she decides not to come, she decides not to come. That's that's my advice. That's the best way to play it. Yeah, that's and, probably the best way to go, hey? Yeah, because then, you know, you don't want, like I said, how horrible if they ended up fighting at your party or if they ended up, you know, cry, one of them was crying and then it becomes all about them when it's supposed to be your yeah, night. It's, to be your, it's 21st. your 21st. Maybe um, you just get shit face drunk and, you know, who knows what Ignore happens. it all. But, yeah, good luck ignore with that one, Ignore all the drama. I actually saw my ex. The next time I really saw my ex was at our 10-year high school reunion three years ago. Oh, was that the night that we were all at um, we were yeah, we were all Chapel partying, Street? We yeah. having a great night and it was my 10-year <laughs> high school reunion and, and I took an Uber. Wild. Yeah, I took it over to the to the um, the pub where it was on, and I was having a great night with you guys. Yeah, we and I got a there, good time. and it was the again just the strangest night. Yeah, just a really strange time. I feel but like it was weird because I saw my ex, and I saw you know our fr- our friend whose twenty first it was, <laughs> and. It was kind of like it was kind of like no time had passed in a way. Aww. It was sort of like we were just like chatting away, and then and then I was like, okay, this is too weird. I have to go back I'm to my going back to my real friends. I have to go back to my real friends. Yeah, I feel like high school reunions are a bit redundant these days because we're all on social media, and most of us are still. I think connected. ten year definitely. Ten year is redundant. Twenty year, I feel like you know people move off social media, or they move away, or they have yeah. families, and they don't necessarily keep you know, their social media up to date. But 10 years, like, I kind of knew what everyone was up to anyway. And I'll be honest, I kind of didn't care. Yeah, I know. Who gives a fuck? Who Who cares? cares? I feel like before social media, you have no idea where people have ended up. And then someone shows up and it's like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm an astronaut. Oh, my God, no way. I had no idea. But if (laughs) if that was today, you'd be like, oh, I know you flew to the moon last week. Like, I'm not, I don't care. It's also like this, right? This is how the conversations go. You go, oh, good to see you. What are you up to these days? Oh, you know, I'm working at PricewaterhouseCoopers as an accountant there. Oh, nice. Yeah, just got back from holidays, went up to San Fran. Yeah, oh, that's cool. (sighs) Yep. All right. Oh, hey, how are you doing? What are you up to these days? Oh, yeah, you know, I'm a lawyer now and, yeah, yeah, just, uh, you know, got got a bloody, got the wife at home, you know. Oh, great. It is the same conversation over and over. Oh, what are you up to these days? Oh, g'day. It's just, and it's like you get to a point where you're like, I don't care. I don't care. And I realise now the reason I didn't keep in contact with like 99% of these people. Because you didn't care about them. I've got nothing in common with them and I don't care. I genuinely don't care. I mean, love them all. Okay, if you're listening, if you're if you went to my high school and you're in my year level or whatever, I love you. Great, you know. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Happy he to be friends you. with you again. Like, you know, maybe we'll find something in common. But and it was the weirdest part was that everyone kind of went back to their little cliques in a way. Obviously, some people kept in touch, you know, who were kind of friends back then, and so it kind of became a little clicky again. And I was like, this is just weird yeah nah i've never been to a high school reunion no one organized one at my school really Um, yeah no you should go to you should you should organize the 20 year reunion hell 
No, I worry. reckon you should. No, not doing it. I reckon you should. Sorry, not doing it. Um, and then you can come in and you'd be like, yeah, I work on Triple M. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> Although it's I true. Say, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I work on, I work on Kiss, working as a PJ. People like, oh yeah. The worst part was my friend who, who we we agreed, we agreed that we would both go. We both agreed. The only person I still keep in touch with from high school. <laughs> we both agreed that we'd go, and I messaged her when I was on the way, and I turned up, and I said, I'm here. Oh no, nothing. She and I stayed you. for like an hour and a half, two hours, and I was like, I'm going back to my real friends. <laughs> I was like, um. We did have a good what, night that night. What's going on? You, you didn't turn up? Later on she was like, oh, yeah, I was busy. And I'm like, ah. Ronnie, let us know how you go. Tell your friend it's the right thing to do. I have a question for Ronnie here. Hello, Ronnie. How should I balance uni and work? See, here we go. We've got all the young – this is the young podcast. This is the Gen Z podcast. I'm glad that we're popular with the Gen Z. Me too. Love you guys. See, TikTok, we know how to, we know how to do all that. I feel like I have – Maybe no- we should hire a Ronnie as, an, as a TikTok intern. Yeah, I know because Franco doesn't bloody do it. Yeah. I haven't seen Franco in weeks. Hi, Franco, if you're listening. <laughs> I, don't think Franco, I don't think Franco wants to be part of this anymore. No, I don't think anyone does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to Ronnie. Uh, how should I balance uni and work? I feel like I have no time to do uni work and I feel like I can't strike the right balance between working enough hours to earn money and having enough time to study. Please give me your best advice. Love, Ronnie. Ooh, what does Ronnie do? What do they study? Don't know. Doesn't say. Doesn't say well, that any, makes it hard. Doesn't say anything. Else. No, but it doesn't. They're doing uni. So they're going to uni a few days a week for hours at a time and yeah, they need to work the at the thing. same time. It depends time. what you're doing. If you're studying law at uni or you're studying like psychology, there's probably a lot of work you've got to do. If you're studying like music or, I don't know, arts or. No, I disagree. I, there's the not thing- as much you have to do. I studied film and TV and I tell you what, I didn't know. Yeah, work but you didn't go. Did you go to university or did you go to a college? Yeah, I went to university. I went to Swinburne University of Technology and I, <laughs> I didn't go to half the classes, to be honest. Oh. Well, everyone who goes to uni. Goes to goes. To, they're saying they don't have enough time. They feel really stretched for time. So we can assume that they have a fairly demanding course load, right? I wonder what their job is. They probably work at you know a pizza shop or at a flower shop or at a clothes shop. Like they would do a part time job, right? And they're struggling to mm. find work life balance. I. What did I do? <laughs> Just trying to think how I I'll tell you, I don't think I don't think we're the best uh, <laughs> people to give advice because my advice would be, P's get degrees. Put as much as you have to to pass in as What's much work P? as you have to to pass. P's get a pass. P's get degrees. Oh, just pass. Pass. Yeah. Just pass. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You don't no. have to be an honor student. You don't have to get an A in everything. You don't have to get ninety percent. Just pass. All you got to do is pass. Yeah. And I know people will be like, oh, that's not good advice, but ultimately. <laughs> It doesn't, honestly, unless, I mean, look, okay, maybe maybe you are starting to be a lawyer, in which case it gives you an advantage if you're an honest student. That's harder. But for the most part, all you got to do is pass. Yeah. No, that's totally true. Um, I think, I don't know, though, what if they're starting to be a doctor and they're learning how to, like, not cut an artery and they're just half listening and well, they- if they're starting to be a doctor, <laughs> then they can fuck off the part-time job because they're going to be earning half a million dollars in a few years. I don't know, though. GPs don't earn that much money. They earn good money. They earn, they earn good money. Well, they're always complaining that they don't. I swear I see that a oh, lot. Everyone ca- like- literally everyone complains <laughs> that they don't. Teachers complain that they don't. Builders complain that they don't. Um, fucking dentists complain that they don't. Doctors complain that they don't. Everyone complains they don't earn enough money. None of us do. Cost of living is skyrocketing. Petrol it's prices. It's rampant inflation. Inflation. The cost of a loaf of bread all going up. Anyway, <laughs> I'm so sick of talking about it. It's true though. It's fucking true. Like it's not, you know, I'm not saying that it's a lie. It's very true. Um, I guess, Ronnie, the best way to do it is to make time for yourself. Like you have to, you have to prioritise your self, your life outside of uni, outside of work as being important. And once you do that, then it'll flow from there. Like there are going to be times, I think for me, like, you know, if I'm really busy at work or whatever, or, you know, I have, I have one thing I do a day that, you know, while it's a chore to an extent because I have to do it, 
I get genuine joy out of it and that's walking my puppy. Like I I, I yep. love taking him for a walk. I get outside. I either listen to a podcast or I call my mum. Crumpet loves it so it makes me really happy. It was the same with Jack. Like it's just that time and, you know, making those time and, and making it non-negotiable. Like pick one thing where it's like every week I go to a yoga class and I do my yoga like and make that your time. You're going to be in a bit of a weird place for the next however many years doing uni, doing and trying to work as well. It's fucking hard. Like it's not easy. Um, and I hate to tell you, but <laughs> it only gets harder when then you're working in a job and then you have a partner and then you might have kids and then it just completely snowballs. So this kind of Life, applies. Eh? Yeah, it applies to everyone where it's like you've got to prioritise prioritising yourself. Do you know what I mean? Make it yes. non-negotiable. Yeah, absolutely. And do you know what? The, you know, I mean, look. The thing with university and also say part-time job is that it's more flexible and it's probably the most flexible that you will ever mm. have in your life, right? That's so true. So maybe sit down, spend some time, look at the free time that you have in the week, look at how much, you know, how many hours are you doing, you know, what what does your job support? Like do you have to pay rent and, and you've got a heap of rent and that's why you need a job and, you know, so look at what it is that you need and then how much time you have for yourself. And if it's really not that much, there are things you can do. You can, you can, you know, if if you don't need as you know, as much money, you can drop hours at work. If you do, if you're like, man, you know, geez, I'm really struggling to get by. I need to work all these hours to pay rent. And I've got all this uni work. The thing that I think we often or sometimes forget about uni is that you don't have to do a full-time load at uni. Mm, yeah. I know it, it, we all talk about, everyone talks about when you go into uni, you're like, oh, yeah, this is my four units or eight units or whatever it is. You don't have to do You can withdraw from a unit and you can make it up at another time. You can do a summer, here's a summer, oh, yeah, you can do a summer semester or a winter semester and make the classes up. You could do two units in each semester. You could do it. Uh, study part-time. There are many different ways you can be flexible with your degree. You can do half of it online maybe if you if you have a degree that allows that. There are many different ways that you can be flexible with your degree and flexible to some extent with your work that can make your life easier. And if it takes you double the time, it takes you double the time. There's, a, I feel like there's so much pressure for people that I've got to go to uni and I've got to finish in three years and I've got to get out there and I've got to get to work and I've got to get a job in the field that I studied for. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you'll be there. All in your own time. Take your time. It's your life is yours to be lived. Yeah. Take as much or as little time as you want, as you need. We're all on our own timeline and don't compare yourself to others. The only problem with that advice is like yes. we were just saying, the cost of living is wild at the moment. Oh, the bloody cost of living. No, yeah. but and like, <laughs> but you know, uni students don't earn a lot of money and they might want to be getting started on the rest of their life. Like I get that pressure to want yeah. to to get uni done to get into full-time work so that you can start being a grown-up. Like, and when I say that, I mean, like, you know, you can start planning holidays because you've got more money or whatever it might be. You can start start saving for a house. So it's Yeah, but not- you, could, you, could, you could do, so instead of, stay, say, studying two semesters a year part-time, you could do, you know, the normal semesters part-time and then you could do a summer semester part-time and a winter semester part-time. So instead of having big breaks through the year, you're consistently at uni through the year doing the same workload for the year, mm. just that you're there for more months of the year doing half the amount of work as if you were there for, you know, this and then the break and then this and then the break. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're totally right. And also, yeah, if it's something that you want to accelerate, you, there's there's options yeah. for that as well. Take on more. Yeah, maybe you could Short-term take pain some for long-term hours. Gain. Yeah, take some hours away at work and just like really just kind of cram it in so that you can get it over with. Yeah. but If you know what I mean. <laughs> but again, the whole work-life balance thing, let's say, you know, you, you still want to make sure that you're making time for yourself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I know it sounds like brushing you off a bit but literally just make the time schedule it in your calendar if you have to like pick one yeah, thing that's yeah. yours that gives it can be going to the cafe in the morning and getting a coffee yeah. for half an hour you know it doesn't yeah. have to be like oh, i'm gonna spend a day to myself or i'm gonna spend an afternoon to, but it could be just getting a bloody coffee having a coffee and reading be, your book or whatever it yeah. is yeah exactly yeah. exactly make get, that time right having, a, it's having a facial on the saturday you know yeah, exactly. It's important and it's something we all have to do, whether we're at uni or whether we are 
a parent or whether we are working full time or whatever, like make that time for yourself and and protect it. It's like, you know, when people are like, oh, you're going to come, like um, place I work does a lot of um, like stuff in the afternoons. They have Friday drinks and are you coming? And I'm like, I'm sorry, like I need to, I need to look after myself. And for me, that means making sure that I get enough sleep every night because I work stupid hours and all of that. Like, and, and then you can break those rules sometimes if it's worth it, you know what I mean? And Ronnie, if you get offered an extra shift and you need some extra money that week, you go, okay, like I know I've got to do this, but then you go, okay, I'm going to plan to do my yoga on Thursday instead of Wednesday or whatever it is, you know what I mean? I'm going to have my coffee in, in the at lunchtime instead of for breakfast, you know what I mean, whatever it is. Yeah, I used to be known as the person who never went to things because I – Barely ever went to things because I just I couldn't be bothered with it. Yeah, <laughs> you know I I needed the time to do other things and that you know I went to some things but sometimes you just like oh you know I, I need the to. I need yeah. the weekend to relax. I don't want to go out you know on the Friday night after work and then on the Saturday night and then come to work again. It's three o'clock on the Monday. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Ronnie, make time for yourself and and even if it's just one thing a week, like you know if you protect that and you make it sacred then I think you'll feel like you've gotten something out of it, you know, and make sure it's something that you really love or that you really enjoy or that brings you so much joy. Um, yeah, make it a priority and and then you'll find that everything will flow around that, I feel. just want to say um i started the ep with it i'm gonna end the ep with it i've had an update cloud chat? no well the clouds have completely like fluffed out over the horizon okay. so no impending doom in sydney today um i got a call from the vet while we were recording crumpet has come out of surgery and he's recovered so if you're worried about my pup and and his well-being don't be he's fine he's fine well he's ballless but he's fine <laughs> He's fine and it's better for he them. They can have sans balls. He's sans balls, but he's gonna be healthier for it and he can't impregnate any little we we did say though, fuck, should we breed him? Because he's so fucking cute. But no, we don't know how to breed things. Very irresponsible. <laughs> I could I could see you becoming a puppy breeder. Oh my god. Like the my you know, I would feel a moral obligation to it because there are so many dogs that don't have homes that are already alive. You know what I mean? Like I'd feel kind of bad. Um, I would like, I've, I think I've said it before, like my dream is to have a property where I rescue senior dogs and I give them the best last few years of their life. That's what I want to do. And, yeah, we'd have puppies running around every now and then, but, like, I want to rescue old doggies who are going to struggle to get adopted and just, like, give them, like, the best couple of last years of their life. You could have a big old dog ranch. Yeah, I just want a dog ranch. That's all I want. And goats, goats and dogs. And oh, some chuckens yes. so I can make scrambled you know eggs with my chicken eggs. You should pitch this to a TV network so that <laughs> they can pay you to have a ranch where you look after these animals. Yeah, it's like then, um, Lost – have you seen – is it called Lost Dog's Home? Was it Dog Home? Dog House? Oh, yeah, the, the, dog House. The, 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 dog house. the Dog House, yeah. Oh, like I want something like that. People love that show. My dad cried watching that show. My dad does oh. not – cry he does not cry really yeah no like i've seen like he does i've seen him cry i think it's three three times in my life i've seen my dad cry mm. when are the other two? Oh no i didn't see him mum told me that he cried at the dog house um oh. two were at uh our, our black belt gradings um <laughs> really yeah okay. uh, i know it sounds stupid but it's like actually a really full-on process to get your black belt. It's like mm. four weeks and then you go in at night and you stay up till three in the morning and then you have to fight everyone in the room. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, that. And um, when I won him and mum a prize um, on the radio for their wedding. He cried. Yeah, because I was like 10 and I organised this thing for them. I called the radio <laughs> station and was like, my mum and dad are getting married and I don't have any money to buy them a present. So they got like hotel stay and limos and flowers oh, and awesome. rings. Yeah, dad, dad like blubbed up a little bit after that, which was sweet. Um, did, yeah. you, did you, when you did your, your karate, did you have to like kick a bunch of like bricks, break the bricks with your foot? No, I never did bricks, but I've done boards. No. I did it, I, I've done it on air before. It's not hard. It's really yeah, yeah. not I, hard. Because I, I did karate when I was about five years old and I did a hand through a wood board. Yeah, that's it's not what hard. I did. It's just technique. But everyone, 
everyone was doing these breaking the bricks with their feet, you know. So oh, my, no. and, and then setting the bricks on fire. It was a different time. Setting yeah, the bricks, bricks on, on fire. fire. And then breaking that with their feet. Okay, no, no. Um, I was mind blown. People do, like, you can do multiple breaks. So you can do, like, mm. boards stacked on each. Like, they're not stacked. They've got little dividers between them. Mm. I never did any of that. Um, I also broke someone's finger while trying to break a board with a kick, which oh, was, shit. yeah, I know, bad, 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 bad. But then someone broke my fingers at karate as well. So it's like one of those things, you know, it Everyone breaks someone's fingers at some point at karate. Oh, everyone just breaks someone's finger. Anyway, thank you for listening. As I said, my doggy's okay, so I have to call the vet and you, you got to go. You got to go. I got to go up. get him because I don't want him to think I've abandoned him there. How sad! Would what that do they be? do with the balls? Oh my god, I don't know. I don't know. Do you, you get like a them in a little Ziploc bag? Mm, He's the balls. I feel like they're not allowed to do that, but like, but I feel like you're allowed to do that if it's your own body part. But what would you do your finger? Really. No, I don't know. I feel like I've heard of that. It's like people keeping their kidney stones, right? Although I guess really? you pass them. Yeah. Do, haven't you ever seen pictures of people like, oh, I pissed this out this morning? Oh, no. But I think no. that's more because you like do it at home. You're not in the hospital right. when that happens. Right, right, right. I'd yeah, say they there is a biomedical hazard bin that's there that they put it into, sealed oh, up like nice from and science safely. class. Sure. And then someone comes and picks it up and it goes to a special tip or a special section of the tip. Yeah, imagine. I mean, you would want to be dumpster diving and find that out. Find Can that. Can you imagine? Ooh. Oh, look, all these discarded body parts. <laughs> How awful. <laughs> That's horrific. Someone might like it. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Um, anyway. Thanks for listening this week. Um, thanks for listening every week if you do that. Um, Please uh, tell your friends. Sure, tell your you friends. Know? Tell your friends that there's this great podcast that you like and it's called the Can We Help You podcast and you want them to listen to it. Absolutely. Um, as always, send us your questions. I've already done the spiel. It's in the show notes um, unless, Jax, you want to do it. No, we did it at the start of the show and it's yep. always in the show notes or yep. the, the description or whatever every week. Yeah, so. so you know where to do you it. You should know by, you should know you by should now. You should know. Um, and, yeah, we look forward to seeing you next week for another fantastic instalment of Can We Help You podcast. <laughs> And the car update. Don't forget the car uh, update. I'll be counting down the days. <laughs> I'm sure Ronnie's will be too. Hang in, Ronnie's. It'll be a good one. <sighs> it is going to be terrible. All right, see ya. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.